Warning. The podcast you are about to listen to will contain detailed plot spoilers. If you do not wish to have the movie ruined for you, I recommend turning the podcast off now. Also, the podcast will contain graphic and explicit language. If you don't think your ears can handle it, turn the podcast off and go change your tampon. You have been warned. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the Welcome to the Movie Pit Podcast. Presented by RMJ Media. Season Screaming and welcome back to the Movement Podcast, where we dive into the depths of cinema to unearth hidden gems and dissect the latest releases and the classics of all genres. I'm your host, Boozer, and as the snow falls and jingle bells chime, we've got a festive yet delightfully twisted treat for you in this episode. Today, we're unwrapping Violent Night, a 2022 holiday film that puts a lethal spin on the Christmas season. Directed by Tommy Ricola, the mind behind the darkly comedic Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, Violent Night takes us on a demented sleigh ride through the snowy landscapes of Greenwich, Connecticut. Picture this, a picturesque Christmas gathering at a lavish mansion, a dysfunctional family with their share of secrets, and a sinister plot that unfolds as a band of mercenaries led by the ominous Mr. Scrooge crash the holiday festivities. Now, before we unravel the chaos that ensues, let's talk about the star-studded cast that brings this holiday horror film to life. David Harbour from Stranger Things dons the iconic red suit. Forget everything you know about a jolly, gift-giving Santa. In Violent Night, Harbour Santa Claus is a battle-hardened warrior, a far cry from the chimney-sliding, cookie-loving figure that we're all used to. John Leguizamo plays the chilling role of Mr. Scrooge character with a deep-seated hatred for Christmas and a penchant for violence. The plot kicks off with when Jason Lightstone, portrayed by Alex Hassel and his estranged wife Linda, played by Alexis Louder, bring their daughter Trudy to Gertrude's mansion for a supposedly festive family reunion. Little do they know, the merriment is about to take a deadly turn. As the family gathers, Tensions rise and Trudy unwittingly becomes the linchpin in a twisted tale of survival when her innocent wish for family unity triggers a series of events that will forever alter their Christmas. Enter Santa Claus. No, not the kindly old man with rosy cheeks, but a fierce and formidable David Harbour version, armed with more than just presents. The film takes a daring turn as Santa battles mercenaries, turning everything from icicles to Christmas decorations into lethal weapons. It's a holiday spectacle that you've never, like you've never seen before, blending the magic of Christmas with the mayhem of a high-stakes action thriller. As the bullets fly and the bodies pile up, the film introduces a supporting cast that adds layers to the chaos, from Alva and her boyfriend Morgan Steele, to the unexpected twists involving characters like Gingerbread, Candy Cane, and the ominous Krampus. Violent Night keeps you on the edge of your seat, wondering who will make it out of this unholy Christmas alive. 
Now, let's talk about the initial reception of this film. With a worldwide box office taking in about $76.6 million, Violent Night certainly made waves. Critics seemed divided with an approval rating of about 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, some praise its audacious take on the festive genre, while other critiques aspects of the plot and length. Um, audiences, however, seem to really enjoy the film's unique blend of holiday cheer and unapologetic violence, with a cinema score giving it a solid B+, plus, and post-track registering a 76% positive score. As we unwrap this chaotic president of a film, join us on this roller coaster of a podcast episode. We'll dissect the characters, analyze the unexpected plot twists, and explore how Violent Night manages to dance on the thin line between holiday spirit and action-packed mayhem. So grab some hot cocoa, settle in by your fireplace, and let's dive into the dark and twisted world of Violet Night. But before we delve into our discussion, let's take a listen to the trailer, and we'll be back to unwrap the secrets of this holiday classic flick. You ain't driving, are you? I steer a little, but the ranger do my sword. <laughs> this is my fourth year at the center. How about you? I started the whole damn thing. Oh, oh, oh! It's Christmas! We decided that you could have one gift. Early. What is it? That is a direct hotline of Santa Claus himself. I can talk to Santa. All right, revelers. Welcome to your worst Christmas ever. Let's go! Three hundred million dollars in your personal vault. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> I don't want any trouble, okay? Something's gonna scooch up that chimney. <laughs> Who is he? Because he's not your typical mall Santa. Santa, are you there? Daddy said you were very busy tonight. My name is Trudy Ledstone. Are you going to help us, Santa? Yeah, Trudy. Santa? You're on my nice list. Santa Claus is coming to town. Some seasons beatings. Who the hell are you? Boss, what if he really is the There's real? No such thing as Santa. These bad men, they're all my naughty list. Naughty. That's naughty! And what do you do to the naughty ones? I give them a lump of coal. Where is it? I gotta watch. I believe in you, Santa. Come on. Which one of you did that, Prancer? So unprofessional. 
After the chaos-laden setup of Violent Night, it's time to unwrap the layers of character development and explore the riveting plot twists that make this holiday film a roller coaster of surprises. David Harbour's portrayal of Santa Claus is a revelation. Gone is the jolly, benevolent figure. Instead, we witness a gritty, battle-scarred Santa Claus with a mysterious Viking past. Harbour brings depth to the character, infusing him with a mix of vulnerability and flat-out fucking unwavering determination. As the narrative unfolds, we see Santa not only as a deliverer of gifts, but a fucking warrior fighting for the Lightstone family's survival. Opposite Harbor, John Leguizamo, as Mr. Scrooge, is a sinister force to be reckoned with as well. He channels the iconic holiday miser with a malevolence that permeates every scene. His hatred for Christmas becomes a driving force fueling the mayhem and providing an interesting juxtaposition to the typical holiday cheer. The Lightstone family initially presented as a fractured unit undergoes significant development throughout the film. Um, Alex Hassel as Jason Lightstone is a character with a penchant for deception, transforms from a seemingly ordinary man into a central figure in the family's rite of passage. The reveal of his theft and the family's ritualistic forgiveness adds layers to the story, turning the seemingly straightforward heist into a complex exploration of uh, the familial bonds. Linda, portrayed by Alexis Louder, emerges as a surprising force of nature. Um, Her resilience in the face of danger and her pivotal role in the family's redemption um, elevate Linda beyond the... standard damsel in distress, if you will. Um, The reunion of Jason and Linda becomes a poignant moment amid the chaos, um, adding an unexpected emotional depth to the narrative. As for the supporting characters, each brings a unique flavor to the mayhem. Characters of Alva and Morgan Still add a touch of humor amidst the chaos while the sinister presence of characters like Gingerbread, Candy Cane, and Krampus that I mentioned earlier keeps the audience guessing about who will meet their demise next and it's actually a nice nice feeling for this movie because like most holiday movies you know what's going to happen this one you really don't know exactly what's going to happen next Um, let's talk briefly about the plot twists and Violet Knight delivers them in abundance the revelation of Santa's ancient Viking past injects a nice mystical element into the story blending holiday magic with the brutality of the unfolding action events that are occurring. The family's tradition of forgiveness revealed through Gertrude's acceptance of Jason's transgressions adds an unexpected layer of warmth to the otherwise chilly atmosphere as well as stone-cold characters that you think are really showing no emotion for the majority of the film. The introduction of Commander Thorpe and the so-called quote-unquote kill squad introduces a new dynamic to the film, turning the tables on Scrooge's mercenaries. The subsequent betrayal that happens in the Allegiance reveals height. It heightens the stakes, adding complexity to the struggle for the family's survival. As the plot hurdles towards its climax, the film cleverly pays homage to holiday classics such as Home Alone. Um, Trudy's resourcefulness in setting up the traps brings a nice sense of childhood nostalgia um, just opposed uh, against the bloodshed creating a u- unique blend of horror and holiday cheer um, 
the showdown between Santa and Scrooge in the cabin, which I'll touch on again a little later, is a masterclass in tension and uh, choreography. The magical elements coupled with the physicality of the confrontation provide a satisfying resolution to the conflict, albeit at the cost of Santa's apparent demise. But fear not, dear listeners, this is just the tip of the icicle as we unwrap more secrets, twists, and turns in the next segment. Violent Night has just begun, and there's so much more to unwrap in this delightfully dark holiday tale. So grab a candy cane, settle in, and let's continue our journey into this, and we'll be right back after a brief break. So you think Santa will like these red and green M&Ms? I don't know. I never met the guy. (laughs) He does exist. They do exist. Uh, Santa? Hold on to your sleigh bells, kitties. Because as we dive deeper into Violent Night, it's time to talk about the pulse-pounding kills and the unapologetic violence that sets this holiday thriller apart from the typical festive fair. From the moment Santa's reindeers are spooked by the mercenaries to the final showdown in the cabin, Violent Night unleashes a barrage of creative and, at times, downright gruesome kills. The director, known for his irreverent take on fairy tales, doesn't hold back in transforming every conceivable Christmas item into a deadly weapon. The demise of Tinsel, one of Scrooge's henchmen, sets the tone early on. Santa's resourcefulness knows no bounds as he turns an icicle into a lethal projectile, impaling Tinsel in a moment that's both shocking and oddly satisfying. The violence, however, is not confined to Santa's supernaturalism. It extends to the calculated brutality of Scrooge as well as his mercenaries. Frosty, another unfortunate member of Scrooge's crew, meets a chilling end at the hand of Santa Claus. The juxtaposition of holiday symbols turned deadly is a recurring theme in this film, and in Frosty's case, it's a stark reminder that no snowman is safe when Santa is on a mission. The film cleverly utilizes the contrast between the festive and the macabre, keeping the audiences well at the edge of their seats. One cannot overlook the ingenuity of Santa's kills. Armed with a sledgehammer in the shed, he takes on the kill squad and Techie, leaving a trail of destruction in his wake. The choreography of these scenes, combined with Dominique Lewis's intense musical score, elevates the violence to a symphony of chaos. It is literally a ballet of fucking brutality that dances on the line. That dances on the line between horror and extremely dark comedy. Trudy's Home Alone inspired traps adds a layer of childhood nostalgia, as I mentioned earlier, to the carnage. Gingerbread's demise is both grim and strangely amusing, a testament to the film's ability to balance horror with moments of, like I said, very dark humor. There's no better way of putting it. Um, The creative use of household items is Lethal Weapons page homage to classic films, uh, while carving out a distinct space for a violent night in the holiday horror-slash-action genre. Candy Cane's attempt to 
harm Trudy is thwarted in the tense confrontation, the film in these moments doesn't shy away from showcasing the resilience of its characters, particularly the women who emerge as unexpected heroes in the face of danger, which is a refreshing departure from traditional action tropes and adds a layer of empowerment to the story's narrative. As the Lightstone family confronts Scrooge and his second-in-command Krampus, the stakes are raised. The film takes a daring turn as Linda, Alva, and Bert resist Scrooge's orders, resulting in a satisfying and unexpected turn of events. The violence reaches its peak in the final cabin showdown between Santa and Scrooge, culminating in the magical confrontation that mangles Mr. Scrooge's body that leaves audiences both horrified and this particular viewer being me laughing my fucking ass off during the entire confrontation. Violent Night not only embraces the violence typically absent in holiday films, but it fucking revels in the violence. The kills are not just a means to an end, they are a visceral expression of the film's dark and unapologetic tone. The juxtaposition of holiday cheer and the bloodshed creates a unique viewing experience, one that challenges the norms of any of these types of genre films. As we continue to unwrap the layers of violence in Violent Night, stay tuned after the break where we delve into the aftermath, the resolution, and the lingering questions left in the wake of this violently yuletide tale. We will be right back after this brief break, and like I said, we'll dissect the aftermath of this blood-soaked Christmas. Skillful handling of the narrative 
allows for seamless integration of fantastical elements such as Santa's Viking past into a story that maintains a balance between chaos and emotional depth. Um, his knack for subverting expectations shines through in the film's resolution, where familial forgiveness takes center stage, adding layers of complexity of, to the characters and the overall story. The director's decision to embrace the violence inherent in the film's concept is bold, providing audiences with a twisted yet captivating take on the holiday season. His commitment to delivering a unique cinematic experience, one that challenges the norms of both the holiday and horror genres, cements his status as a director unafraid to tread uncharted territories within the genre. Complementing the director's vision is cinematographer Matthew Weston, whose expertise in visual storytelling plays a crucial role in shaping the film's atmosphere. Weston's collaboration with the director is not their first, as they previously worked together on Hansel and Gretel, showcasing a successful creative partnership that translates seemingly onto the screen. Weston's cinematography in Violent Night elevates the holiday horror genre, capturing the festive setting of the Lightstone Mansion with a foreboding undertone. The film's visual language navigates between the warmth of Christmas decorations and the cold reality of the violent events that unfold. The contrast between the picturesque holiday setting and the brutality of the action sequence only enhances the film's impact, keeping the audience visually engaged throughout. One real standout aspect of Weston's work is his ability to choreograph and capture the intense fucking action sequences in this movie with precision. Um, the kills, a central element of the film, are framed in a way that maximizes their visual impact, turning each violent encounter into a spectacle. The juxtaposition of holiday symbols turned deadly is not only a testament to the film's humor, as mentioned, but also a visual motif expertly captured through Weston's uh, visual style. The film's mid-credits scene, where Bert vlogs next to a dead mercenary, showcases Weston's skills in creating visually compelling and theme thematically rich compositions. Um, the scene's lighting and framing, framing contribute to the darkly comedic tone, and I keep going back to that, but this movie is fucking hilarious, emphasizing the film's ability to navigate between horror and humor just absolutely fucking seamlessly. In conclusion, um, the director and cinematographer's collaboration on Violent Night demonstrates a mastery of their respective uh, crafts. Um, the director's daring cho uh, directorial ch uh, choices and Weston's visual striking cinematography converge to create a holiday horror film that challenges conventions, embraces the unexpected, and leaves a lasting impression on the audiences even a year later. Um, their creative synergy sets Violent Night apart in the cinematic landscape proving that even during the most festive time of the year, darkness can find its way onto the screen. Dominic Lewis, the composer responsible for the compelling score of Violent Night, plays a pivotal role enhancing the film's atmospheric intensity. With a rich background in film and television composition, Lewis brings a dynamic of evocative musical tapestry to the holiday genre. His score masterfully complements the film's dark humor and intense action, 
serving as a sonic foundation that enhances the overall cinematic cine, uh, cinema-going experience as it is. Lewis's composition skillfully navigates the dull nature of the narrative, seamlessly blending holiday cheer with the ominous undertones of all the events unfolding around our characters. The musical motifs resonate with the film's thematic elements, amplifying key moments of violence and magic. The score, under Lewis's adept guidance, becomes a crucial element in establishing and maintaining the film's distinctive tone. In addition to Lewis's original score, Violet Knight creatively incorporates holiday music with a twisted twist. Traditional festive tunes undergo a dark reinterpretation aligning with the film's unconventional approach to the holiday genre. The juxtaposition of familiar holiday melodies against a violent backdrop serves as commentary to the stark contrast between the joyful expectations of Christmas and the grim reality depicted in the film. Now we're going to take one more brief break, allowing the haunting melodies and the reimagined holiday tunes to linger in our minds. When we return... We'll sum up and wrap up this gift of a film, exploring its impact and legacy in the realm of the holiday cinemas. Stay tuned. Steven Spielberg presents Gremlins. Billy Pelser has a nice home. Billy, is that you? Yeah, Ma, it's me. A nice job. A nice girl. If you're not doing anything this Thursday night, maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me? I'd love to. And loving parents who are about to give him... You're going to like this. No, 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 don't shake it. We're going to have to open it now. We'll wait till Christmas. The most unusual gift he ever got. What is it? No. It's your new pet. Come on, Barney, be a good dog. My dad gave it to me. But there are a few things to keep in mind. If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight. Because when they do, they change. They become clever. Mischievous. Come on here. I'm dangerous. Gremlins, huh? Little monsters. Right. Hundreds of them. Well, I, I don't know, maybe thousands. They've been here too. Billy, what are these things? Where did they come from? Look, I know it sounds crazy, I know. But in a few hours, you're gonna have a major disaster on your hands. Directed by Joe Dante. They'll be expecting you. Welcome back, movie pen enthusiasts, as we prepare to wrap up our discussion on the twisted yuletide spectacle that is Violent Night. But before we delve into the final act of the cinematic journey, let's take a moment to reflect on the film's impact and the elements that make it a standout addition to the holiday horror action genre. With its audacious blend of dark humor, intensive action, and holiday setting turned deadly, Violent Night emerges as a unique and memorable entry in the realm of festive cinema. 
the directors, as Meg mentioned previously, the bold choices combined with cinematography and the score create an atmospheric experience that challenges the norms of all the this film's perspective genres. As we bid farewell to the Lightstone family's chaotic Christmas gathering, I find myself compelled to give Violent Night a resounding 9 out of 10. Its ability to subvert expectations, deliver jaw-dropping kills, and infuse the holiday spirit with a touch of horror showcases the film's excellence in execution. Now, let's revisit the numbers that reflect the film's success. Violent Night grossed an impressive $50.1 million in the United States and Canada, with an additional $26.5 million in other territories, resulting in a worldwide total of $76.6 million. The film's ability to not only recover its production budget, but exceed expectations, highlights its resonance with audiences seeking a unique holiday cinematic going experience. Speaking of the production budget, it's worth noting that Violet Night accomplished its dark holiday magic with a budget of only $20.6 million. This cost-effective approach, coupled with the film's compelling storytelling, makes it no a noteworthy success in the world of genre filmmaking. And with the total worldwide numbers that it did, I personally can't see why they wouldn't make sequels. Um, I really hope that they're going to make a sequel, and I look forward to seeing that in the future. But for those of you hungry for more after experience the chaotic holiday extravaganza that is Violent Night, I do have a few recommendations to keep the adrenaline pumping, if it were. If you enjoyed the dark humor and unconventional take on this familiar theme, definitely go back and watch the director's previous film, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, um, for a little dose of fairy tale action with a very big twist to it. Um, for those craving more holiday horror classics um i recommend krampus which we reviewed last year on this podcast and of course i recommend gremlins um they both offer a delightful blend of festive cheer and monstrous mayhem as we conclude our exploration of violent night let's appreciate the creativity and audacity that went into creating and crafting such a blood-soaked film its ability to redefine holiday expectations coupled with standout performances makes it a must-watch for those seeking a different kind of Christmas cheer. I want to thank everybody who has stuck by this podcast for as long as you have. Um, we will eventually get back to normal, working out details of how to make that possible. Um, but... For everybody that's been involved with this podcast, I know they won't mind me speaking on their behalf. Um, we honestly appreciate all of you. Those that tune in and listen to our ramblings, or in this case, my ramblings, each week. Um, it means the world to me. It means the world to Seth. And I know it means the, the world to everybody that has graced us with their voice on this podcast um, I will continue to reiterate this until we do get back to normal um, with that said tune in next week when I discuss the mean one another interesting twist in the holiday genre I will try to get somebody else to 
Thank you.